I'm Dr. Mandy Weeks, and you're listening to the Behind the Brace podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing conversations and resources to help families and providers navigate the world of scoliosis. This is your place to find hope for a better solution so that you can live your best life. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. This week, we're talking about scoliosis and the family dynamic. And so really, what are we talking about when I bring that up? So first of all, you probably already know if you have a family member that is dealing with scoliosis, that it definitely affects them. So sometimes we get really focused on the diagnosis, the x-rays, what has to happen, And we kind of forget about the fact that there's a person that is dealing with this, that is having emotions surrounding that, and that it kind of bleeds into every area of their life, whether they will admit that or not. Now, some patients do really well with that, and they seemingly you know, have a good handle on it. They're able to process those things and say they need a brace. It doesn't seem to bother them very much. And... um, you know, it it doesn't affect them on a large scale, even though we know for sure that there's some sort of effect. At some point in time, as you go through this process, things changing in your life affect people on an emotional level. So some of the struggles that come into that, and the reason I'm sharing this is because I see family after family after family that come into my office. And, you know, it, it shows that there can be some struggles and some even um, problems between all of a sudden mom and dad now can't just be mom and dad. They're trying to make sure that their son, their daughter is wearing their brace. So it changes the relationship in a way that sometimes this becomes the primary focus, um, which rightly so in a lot of instances, it's important and it's something that needs to be handled and needs to be dealt with. So some of the problems come in is what what do we do when this happens? Because it's not just the patient. It's not just the person that has to wear the brace or has to have the surgery. It's mom. It's dad. It's a financial impact. Sometimes, a lot of times in the state of North Dakota, It's a traveling impact. So having to take time off of work and travel and go to different specialists and even the siblings, sometimes younger brothers and sisters need to come with. And so there's an impact on the entire family unit. And what I've seen is, is it's at varying levels. Sometimes it's a really big struggle and sometimes it's not a huge struggle, but it still has an impact. And so how do we deal with that and how do we handle that? And so really what I want you to know is, is that you're definitely not alone. You are not the only family that this happens to. And it's very common that moms, dads, and their sons and their daughters come into some of these conflicts, especially if you have a son or a daughter who may not want to wear a brace, but it's absolutely necessary. And now you become the gatekeeper of the brace. And pretty soon, you know, conversations around dinner and at home, the only interaction you have is asking about the brace or reminding them to put on the brace, you know, and then between parents, you know, figuring out financial obligations and uh, work-related things, there's just things that come into that. And so what I wanted to share today is how do we be 
most successful. And out of all of the things that I work with families on, this is one of the things that most people are actually a little bit hesitant about. They don't necessarily want to address it or have to um, move forward with doing something about correcting it or processing it. And I do think that it would be of the most help because most of the time, the biggest struggle is getting your child to wear the brace. And the reason why is a lot of different reasons, whether it's they want to wear spaghetti strap dresses or that they can see it through their clothes or they feel like everybody's going to make fun of them or they don't want to wear it at school or it's uncomfortable or um, there's just a, a million different reasons that they might struggle with that. And then it comes into different relationships. So the best thing that I can recommend to you is, you know, unfortunately, there's not a ton of support groups. Um, and I've also found, too, that teenagers, if they're wearing this brace, they don't necessarily want to go to a group where they don't know people to talk about these things. Um, they're not usually like jumping up and down to go meet new people and more people that are also wearing a brace. They'd rather, you know, look from a distance. Um, so some of the resources that they have is there's some national groups and sometimes even international groups you can find online or on Facebook, which some are made specifically for parents and and caregivers and some are made specifically for the child. And so you can look those up on Facebook. Um, if you type in scoliosis support groups, there's probably about three, four or five of them that'll pop up either on Google or on Facebook that you can look at and see if it's a good fit for you. Now, it's definitely not personable, right? They're, you're not going to probably meet people in your same town necessarily that are in that group. However, you can go through and read some of the threads and get some information and you're even allowed to ask questions on those. So those might be a good fit initially if you're looking. Um, the other recommendation that I have is it's really helpful if the patient, if if they're struggling, is if they can find somebody that they trust that's neutral. So whether that's a pastor or a school counselor or somebody who has some training in how to help them process these feelings. Because like anything, there's a grieving process that goes with that because most of these kids didn't expect to wear a brace or have to have surgery. They weren't thinking that their high school years would look like that. They weren't thinking they were going to have to deal with this medical um, diagnosis that they've just gotten. And it's scary to them. And in a lot of times, you know, they just don't know how to move through that. And really, their brains aren't made to move through that. So they're going to need some help. And it's a lot of stress on mom and dad. We already have all of these things that we have to do. And so ultimately, it's most likely going to be difficult for you to help your son or daughter move through those things on your own. Um just because you have your own stuff going on that you're working through with this new diagnosis. And so um, it's really helpful even for moms and dads. If you've got somebody you can talk to, even just a family counselor, um, like I said, sometimes they have like a care pastor or somebody at your church that you could talk to um, or, you know, for your son or daughter, if they're talking to the guidance counselor, 
then maybe they could just give you some tips on, hey, this is how you can help your son or daughter move through this. And it's usually not, you know, a one appointment and done, but it's just somebody that you can check in with and you can kind of dump your stuff on and they don't have to worry about what they share. They can just say their feelings and then they can help redirect that a little bit so that, you know, every conversation at home isn't constantly coming back to this new diagnosis, this brace, whether you're wearing it, not wearing it, how it affects all of the things. And it really is helpful so that you can focus on your family and your other children if you have them as well. Um, and so that this one thing doesn't become the only thing. And so out of all of the the information that I share, this is for sure the most underutilized tool. And people have hesitancy about it because maybe they've never been to a counselor, they don't know what it's about, or maybe they, sometimes there's a stigma to it. They feel bad. Or I know a lot of the girls if I make this recommendation, they'll say, oh, I don't need a therapist or I don't need a counselor. But in reality, it's just somebody that can listen to your stuff and help you gain new perspective so that you can move through things and not stay stuck in them so that you can continue to live, you know, happily and, uh, you know, without all of this conflict all of the time. Um and still do the things that you need to do. So I really do strongly encourage that if your family's struggling with these things, that you search out one of those options. And so, you know, just to kind of recap, um, like I said, one of the things you can do is, you know, initially look for some of those support groups online. I know if you type them into Google or Facebook, you'll be able to find those. Um, and then in addition to that, you know, maybe talk about as a family what you're most comfortable with. And whether that's, you know, if you attend a church, if you if that's talking to somebody at the church to find out who would be equipped for that, um, or to see if a guidance counselor, or I know, especially in our town, I know there's a lot of different facilities in town that you could go to that have just different specialties for family counseling, um, whether, you know, your child sees somebody and you see somebody different, or however that might need to work. But I want you to know that it's a very common that I see a lot of families struggle with that, that it definitely does affect the relationships in the family, sometimes even to the other siblings. And you're not the only one. It's not that it's just you, just your child, just your situation. It's going to have an effect. And if it's a struggle, please find somebody that can help you move through that so it doesn't have to continue to be for a really long time. So thanks for listening. We'll come back next week and share some more information with you. Until then, I hope you have a great week. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you could leave a review before you go, that would help us reach more people that need this message. To learn more about the services and resources that we have available, visit us at BehindTheBrace.com. This show is produced by Raymond T. Media. To learn more about how they can help you with your podcast, visit raymateam.com.